This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Straits Times and The Business Times, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. I'm Chris Lim, and my co-host is Ernest Lewis. Today, we are with Walter Teoda, founder and chief executive of Singapore Life, and he's brought his chief technology officer, Robert Ross. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. Great to be here. Pleasure to be here. So technology is revolutionizing and disrupting every sector. Of course, that can be both a disruption and an opportunity when it comes to insurance. How is InsureTech and blockchain and all the technological advancements around the insurance scene helping Singapore Life sell insurance more transparently and simply? Well, I think you hit two of the big ones on the head is transparency and, and simplicity. You mentioned blockchain, and a lot of that is about transparency. But even without utilizing that type of technology, Singapore Life can really bring to the forefront what are the products that that we're offering, how do you determine what products are best for you, and also provides a great journey to walk you through that actual purchasing process, which can be as quick as three minutes. Robert, how does the technology help with the planning stage? Well, I think uh, planning has become a really important part of what an insurance company has to offer. Singapore Life puts a lot of time and effort in how do we present the planning process first. We've been in a very lucky position where we don't look at digitalizing our insurance process. We started with IT is digital. And the way we've offered those products, we're able to put planning, put the uh, workflows we need in place in order to walk you through your needs analysis. So what are the goals that you're setting? Something that I think Sing Life has done very well is being able to break apart how we talk about your needs. So it used to be, do you need life insurance? Yes or no. Do you need a savings plan? Yes or no. But now we can have a a broader conversation about what does your life look like? Do you need to save for education for your kids? What is the end goal for retirement? Do you need to purchase a new home? And fitting all of those goals into one place, one piece of technology, And then looking at what products match those goals afterwards is is what brings us to the forefront of technology. So what you're saying is that the financial planning and insurance buying process is more modular these days. You can sort of customize your own plan based on your needs and buy something now. And then uh, when you're ready for the next block, you go in and fit the next piece of the puzzle in. Yeah, I think fitting the next piece of the puzzle in is is definitely that incremental build of of your retirement and savings plan. But also, each of those pieces that you put in place has an effect on each other. If you just talk about savings in a vacuum, you might have one answer. If you talk about saving for retirement, saving for education, and saving for uh, purchasing a home, in the same conversation, the outcome is going to be different. So not only being able to choose what you can afford on a modular basis, but understand what, how those products interact with each other as well. In the old days, it was pretty confusing. I mean, you would meet an agent over and over again. You sign the policies. You're saying now with this transparency and technology, it's easier for someone to explain to their wife or the husband or the family what they've just signed for, right? Sure. Singapore Life prides itself on the ability to take efficiency of technology and turn it into good value for our customers. We look at products to make them as simple and straightforward as they possibly can be so that it is easier to explain and easier to understand. What we've done from a technology perspective is to try and take that simplicity and turn it into an 
easy to buy and easy to understand and easy to access at any point in time framework so that when you do buy insurance, you can buy it with confidence. You can buy it knowing that you've bought it from a trusted source and that you can easily explain it to your family, friends and loved ones to show the value that you've been able to get from Singapore Life compared to what you can get from another company. Walter, coming back to Ernest's point about the good old days where you would physically meet uh, an insurance agent for every single insurance purchase. There was incentive back then to lump all your insurance purchases together so, so that you don't have to keep meeting the agent. And these days, of course, as Robert mentioned, you can have a more modular approach. Is one approach better than the other? Should you do all your planning at one go? Are there benefits to doing all your insurance planning or buying at one go versus a modular approach as your needs evolve? Well, a modular approach is absolutely possible today using today's level of technology. Our view from Singapore Life is that the customer or every individual should be able to acquire or buy his life insurance in the way in which he's most comfortable. Customers can buy Singapore Life products either through a financial advisor or they can come direct. In both cases, all of the customer's life insurance products Benefits are all readily available and accessible digitally to themselves and their loved ones as they see fit. Now, if you're liking these Money Hacks tips so far, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify. And like us and give us a good rating, okay? And now back to talking about how technology is making buying insurance simpler and in fact more flexible. Robert, if we could talk a bit about trust and security. If you're going to use your platform to do your planning and your purchasing, you want to make sure that you're using a platform that's obviously secure and people can easily put their trust in. How have you done that and how do you reassure your customers? Well, I I think the long answer to that might put people to sleep. The short answer is security is in the forefront of of how we run our technology arm. Uh, Nowadays, you have to put security first on how you code and put together this technology. And then how you deliver that to the customers. There's really a a rule of thumb is that the more secure you are, usually it's harder to use. And you have to find a balance between security and usability. And and what SingLife has done is used your phone, use the devices that you have available, not using the old-fashioned key fobs, if if we're all familiar with banking (laughs) in the past, and making sure that, that it's really easy to be secure, but also to use the products that SingLife delivers. Interesting you mentioned things like the phone and all. So the evolving state of tech, both in terms of everyday devices like phones and Singapore's own infrastructure, SingPass, etc. The rising level of tech everywhere, government all the way to consumer habit has made this ease of insurance buying more deliverable for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think SingPass is a great example. Even before we used SingPass, we had what I thought was really good technology in order to identify you Mm. as a person you say you are and check your identification. Now we can actually just integrate with MyInfo. Mm-hmm. And by providing your details and logging into MyInfo and sharing that with Singapore Life, we're able to identify you and make sure it's a good, secure transaction. And of course, other than ease of integration, there's that level of trust because people already know MyInfo and SingPass. So the fact that you're leveraging a trusted government-approved and government-recommended technology gives people the added level of trust when using your platform. Absolutely. And that, that trust actually goes both ways because you are sharing with Singapore Life that information. And we've been able to build a good technology foundation that provides that trust and allows our customers to use it. How do you find the changing uh, demographics among your customers? Is there a shift in the age groups, uh, Walter? 
Not at all. We're finding there's always, everyone has always said, no, technology and online on your telephone purchasing, that's a millennial thing. But we don't see that at all. We see that there is no difference in the average age of customers buying through advisors or customers buying digitally. And in fact, there's also no difference in the amount of cover that's being bought through the different channels. It's becoming totally agnostic and we want to make sure that customers get access to the goods, the products that they need in the way that they feel most comfortable. What about trends, male versus female buyers or even education levels, if you have any access to that info? We've analyzed it all the way through, given our tech. Mm. And the, the surprise surprising factor is that there is very, very little difference between the direct-to-customer and the advised channels in terms of the demographics. Thanks for all the tips, Walter and Robert. It's been really illuminating and shows that we've all come a long way in terms of buying insurance. Walter, how can we access Singapore Life services? We offer all our products and services digitally at singlife.com. Thanks, Walter and Robert, for being here and sharing all these tips. Thanks, Ernest. Thanks, Chris. It's been great to be part of the show. Thanks, guys. Well, that's a wrap for Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips. Do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify. And like us and give us a rating, please. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor. <laughs>